everyone, welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy, and with me, as always, is the Jigolo John. Jigolo starts with a G, but I like the enthusiasm. Yes, we are. We are funny. We are a funny group here. That's that's why you come to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. for the the laughs. That's what we have going on. Okay, okay, bring it in. Bring it in. We're here to talk to the people about movies today. Uh, And we're stepping out of our comfort zone a little bit by uh, by checking out something that's um, (laughs) not... uh, not from around here. No, this is uh, this is from the uh, the way down south, the uh, Argentinian south, if we would. Uh, this is terrified or aterrados. Yes, I'm gonna have you say that because my God, I can't even like it. Just it scares me looking at. <laughs> there's too many R's. It doesn't look right. It's like somebody explaining a, like a centipede to me. It's just like it just looks wrong. No. Uh, unfortunately, this is one of those movies that uh, it came out in both 2017 and 2018 somehow. Uh, I guess that's the, the date that it came out in the, the first place, and then it came out in the I guess rest it, of the world. Yeah, I guess yeah, it came out point. in Argentina in 2017, and then everywhere else in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's written and directed by... De- Demian? I guess Damian. Demian? Demian. Demian. Rugna. Um, who has mostly done Argentine-based movies. Um, but since we don't really have a whole lot to um, to base him off of, since he he's, you know hasn't done any American films, there's actually... Um, John was able to look in his background and found a few movies that look kind of interesting from him. Maybe we'll do them at some point. Yeah, just, you know, kind of a... Because, you know, if, like I said, Michael Bay, you know Michael Bay, or if I can give you a couple of different movies, maybe you'll have a uh, an idea of how it would go. But, uh, you know, if I'm sitting, sitting here telling you about some guy from, you know, Argentina, like, you're going to be sitting there going, I don't, I don't know what he's making. What's what's that? But uh, he had a couple of interesting ones. This one's from 2007. It's called The Last Gateway. Now, that's, that's the translation of it. That's not the actual name. But uh, it's it's what I could find on IMDb. So that, uh, that kind of looks fun. And it's uh, it, it looks interesting. Let me see if I can get my announcer voice going on here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Marianne and Michael, recently married, come to discover that their peaceful life is about to be turned upside down. <laughs> Once Michael discovers he has a gateway to hell <laughs> hidden in his stomach. The problem is not only the people who are after the gateway, but those who want to escape from hell through the same doorway. Dun dun dun! That's hella bad heartburn. It's, that is that is not going to get fixed by some Tums, I can tell you right there. But holy I milk. I, we could, wait, can you get a priest to bless milk? Yes. I mean, I think you could do that. But. Well, but what's, what's the requirement? Does it have to be water? Could I get them to bless like milk with magnesia? What if I need it like really good? Can, can I just bring like Melox and be like, Father, please? No, no. But it can be, it can be holy milk and then it'll be a holy cow. <laughs> Uh, oh, that was lame. Anyway, I would like to see that though. It's like, no, my son, I'm sorry. This is the fruit flavored Maalox. We the the priest. We we can't do that one, but we can get the the peppermint one. Oh, father, really, the peppermint one? Those suck. Whatever. My holy cow one was funnier. Okay, and then the next one we have. Uh, you don't know who you're talking to, which is in 2016. 
Um, I'm not going to make John do his crazy voice, but it's uh, Juan and Romano are two marginals who plan the death of the head of the gypsy mafia to recover a car without even thinking about the consequences in the plan. Yeah, so that's actually how it's written. It's about I, the consequences, dot, 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 in the plan, exclamation point. So I don't know if what that has to do with anything. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's, that's kind of goofy. Bad translation, I guess. But. You know, at least this this kind of shows you the type of movies the guy is making. Because, you know, we, we've got Terrified from, you know, 2017. And then right before that, he was making two dudes try to steal a car from the mafia. Gypsies. yeah. And then, uh, then we have... Uh, you know, ten years ago, we have horror weird movies. Stomach gateway to I don't hell. Know, that seems like a mystery science theater movie, to be honest. That seems like something that would have come out in the. Actually, no, it doesn't. It seems like something that the dude who made Terrifier would have made. It's just like, but no, it's got like it's a clown, and then Art the clown comes out of your stomach because it's a gateway to hell. Terrifier is actually a. a That's why right, I kept. Movie I had the worst time trying to find Terrified because it kept trying to take me to Terrifier, which I, I mean, I guess is really good because Terrifier deserves a little bit more notoriety. Uh-huh. But I was like, okay. Speaking of All Hallows Eve, is something that we should do also. Which actually, I think that's how Art the Clown started. Uh, probably. Um, anyways, so um, it's actually starring uh, Maximiliano. Maximiliano Giano. Gioni. Gioni. Thanks, Gioni. Gioni. Uh, mostly known for Argentinian TV sitcoms and maybe some soaps. That's pretty much what these people have, have done previous to this. And I assume it's soaps because it, it was like 70 to 80 episodes yeah, in think, like a single year. Yeah, I think those are soaps. And then... Uh, Norberto Gonzalo, who is mostly known for Argentinian TV, and then Elvira Oneto, who is in Rouletto. It's it's like roulette something or other. I saw it on there and I was just like, I don't even know what the heck this is. All of my Spanish speaking friends are going to be so angry at me over this this episode. Just but, uh, so angry. Again, Argentina. Uh, everything that this guy has done is is previously been out in Argentina, uh, and it's mostly. Argentine, Argentinian. I don't know. Just the stuff that's there is is very Argentinial. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> it's a century. But uh, it 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 looks like an interesting film just from from what we've seen. But I'm I don't know. We'll go ahead and pause it here and and give it a check. We'll come back and let you know what we think. Yep, we'll be right back. All right, see you. And we're back. We're back. So that was a lot of fun. I I, 
I am so glad that you liked it because this is my choice and I was genuinely a little concerned because the last couple of choices that I've had, John tore them apart like they were, you know. Well, no, this one was really decent. Uh, it was interesting to see because to me, if you base this based on like the Korean or the Japanese films that we've seen, you know, just in general and the ones that we've reviewed, uh, this has the exact opposite effect. This was, uh, I want to say about 87 minutes long was what it said, runtime. Uh, and I think some of that actually might have been taken away by a uh, shutter, um, like trailer, trailer for still slash birth, which was interesting because it had Michael Ironside in it. And I was like, oh, hey, that's cool. But it was like part of the actual movie, so I was like, okay, that's weird. But uh, no, it, it it's it basically just starts out and it's like you know get in. Get in the car, man. You gotta go. It's like, wait, what? No, get in the car. Like, well, like a Japanese one was like, oh, hey, hi, my name is James, and I'd like to let you come into the car. Here's my my backstory. Let me go ahead and tell you everything. Now this one's like, get the fuck in the car. We got coke in here. I was like, oh, this is interesting because it it didn't slow down. It was just like, hey, guess what? You know, there was coke at the beginning of this movie. No, no, I'm just saying, like, there was that's that's the concept. You know, compared to what movie? Imagine, imagine two cars. You have one with a guy who's screaming at you to get in because he's got coke in the car, and you have another one that's probably in a Prius. You know, and he's like, "Hi, my name is Dave, and I'm going to drive the speed limit the whole way." That is a Japanese movie. Okay, American movie is just like obviously we're going with the coke. You know, somebody showing up and saying, "Hey, we gotta go." All right, let's go. And you're like, oh, okay, you know, this is going to be at a reasonable speed, and we're gonna get, you know, maybe, maybe a little too much talking, maybe not enough talking. This one, on the other hand, was just like, fuck you, get in. Okay. So and it it started out like, I mean, it was like mm. balls to the wall, like, like as soon as it gets started, like there's no boring pieces in this movie. Mm. It starts out, and we got a couple in a duplex, uh, who has uh, the wife i guess yes so so the wife is washing dishes you you see this lady at the dish at the sink and uh she she hears something and so she's listening she's listening she's getting closer to the drain in the sink and she's listening and she hears voices and she you know creeps out backs away and then her husband comes home and he's got a whole story which was that was very naturalistic to me was the fact that they they had this story they come up and they're just talking and like he's like wow did you there's this thing that happened and he's he's explaining this thing that happened which kind of now i get why you were pointing that out yes because that's even more effed up uh but he's like he's like no so we hit this dog honey and it was a big dog and it was awful you know we thought we killed it and it just it got up and walked away so you like know, isn't that great that we didn't bury the dog like yeah, it's alive that's so cool and honey are you okay yeah and she and, and she's you know zoning out there's voices i hear i hear voices in my head they talk to me well no she didn't say in her they head they understand but she said they i hear voices coming from the sink and he says what are they saying and she says that they that I'm, that they're going to kill me mm-hmm. and he and he believes her like right off the bat which is amazing mm-hmm. to me because nobody ever freaking believes there especially in scary movies everybody calls bullshit well she she mad, automatically tells him that she hears voices so he starts going over and checking things out and looking at the pipes he's like well it could be the guy from next door blah, blah, blah. it's like it's not the guy from next door oh it could be this or that so no it's not those but he does like, and then she's like out, no they said they're gonna kill me and he's like huh he's like that's weird so 
um, you know, they go to bed, right? They wake up. She gets up in the middle of the night to use the restroom. Or I guess she's taking a shower because it's like 5 a.m. So she goes in there. And, and then the shower turns on. Yeah. And then he hears banging on the door, which he was talking about earlier. Or like, it's like supposed to be on the wall and it's like thumps. It's like thump, thump, thump. But it's not thump. like, but it, it's not. It's not, it's not um, uh, metronomic. Like, it's not, it's not like constant. It's not in a it's rhythm just, or anything. Yeah, it's it's like, just sporadic. Thump, so thump, um, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So he gets pissed off because he thinks it's his neighbor. I got pissed off because I thought it was our neighbor, even though like we don't we don't live have in neighbors a, yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's been doing uh he, the, the guy who next door in the uh, freaking apartment. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, of bitches again. So the guy, so the guy next door to them in this duplex has been doing renovations and stuff, and that's one of the things that they've been talking about. And so he's, like, slamming on the door with his shoe, and he's like, hey, shut up. Like, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Shut up. And so it keeps happening. And so he, he walks over there. Um, you know, he, he walks out, walks next door, pushes on the little speaker box. and They've got, a, they've got an intercom system, which uh, they're very cute intercoms. They look very much like a um, something that you would see, uh, like, slung under an old-timey Sonic like yeah. Driving. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a very old looking intercom. So he pushes on the button, somebody answers, and he's yelling at him and he's like, I can hear you. Like you need to stop. Like whatever you're doing, you need to stop. It's so loud and he like, you know, threatens to call the police and all kinds it, of stuff. It's a lot of whispery hissing kind of like It's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. So so he uh so he goes back inside and his wife is still in the shower, the the shower's still on and he's like, Hey, I told the neighbor next door, you know, to knock it the hell off and he and then he, the he starts again. hearing the thumping again. Yeah, so he's like, "Hang on, that's not even on the same wall that's as not my neighbor from the neighbor's wall." Yeah, and so he gets up, he goes into the bathroom, slowly pushes open the door, and his wife is blood like there's blood everywhere. His wife is hanging from nothing. She's just hanging like just in the air, levitating up in the air, and she's being slammed from one side of the wall to the other like repeatedly. And it's, oh, it's just such an awful scene. Like, it's just so... So, to kind of explain why it's so awful is it's very, you know, normally when you see something like that, you, they'll have quick cuts or they'll move them around a lot. This is just a person standing about five feet in the air uh, and limp as a rag doll, slamming and, and not being, like, thrown from one side or another, but, like, if you're holding something and you're moving it back and forth, not not in a very aggressive way. And but, it doesn't get aggressive until it's like yeah. uh, very well, like very start close to some... the wall, and then it like smashes her into the yeah. wall, and it's just it's 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 horrifying. It's, the the mediocrity of it is the the horrifying part. It's very like I mean it's just not as it's not the violence that you would normally see. Uh, there's like you normally see like in a, in like a horror movie, you know, something being flung around, somebody screaming, all that kind of stuff. There was no none of that in this one. I mean, she was dead. She, this she'd was, been dead, yeah, so she, she was wasn't screaming or anything quite like dead. that. Yeah, obviously dead. And um, and so he's freaking out, trying to pull her down. Nothing's working, and she keeps slamming back and forth, harder and harder into the walls. And so he just sits there and he cries. And then it cuts, and it goes to him in a I guess what what's in an asylum. I, I assume it was a like a medical facility because we see him later on and he's in the same facility and he's wearing a robe uh it looks more like a hospital like he's he's in there and that was like a, a year later so it's probably a, like yeah you're probably right it's probably like an, probably asylum. like an asylum or something well because they think that he killed his wife 
And then later on, anyways, I'll, I'll bring that up later. Um, anyway, so they, so they think that he killed his wife. And so there's three people who are sitting in front of him and they're all older people. And they say, we believe you. Like, we believe that you didn't kill your wife. And so they show him some pictures and he's like, no, I've already seen those. And they're like, no, it's, it's p different people. Like something else has happened in the United States like years, years ago, ago yeah. that is very similar to your case. And so we want you to look at them. And so he's looking at the pictures and um, they're oh, awful. Oh, it's not my wife. Yeah. And he says, oh, they, these aren't my wife. And they say, no, um, but. Here's we, why we believe. We, we want you to take, you. we want you to tell us about what happened two weeks ago. Because yeah. two weeks ago was whenever this whole thing started, right? So time cut. They go... Flashback! So it... it, it, it okay. <laughs> so it goes to this guy who's, I guess, in his office, and he's trying to call this doctor. And he says, you know, it everything's it's, getting... It's getting worse, and, you know, I just talked to many specialists, and then they all refer me to you. And this lady is, like, damn near impossible to get a hold of. It's always her, her secretary And the whatever. secretary's an asshole. Yeah, the secretary's an asshole. Like, seriously, she's just like, I'm not going to help you. No, she can only do that if she sees it, and she can't do that right now. Well, well how do I get her proof? It's like, I don't know, sir. You know, just have to wait. Well, can you tell her that it is? Uh-huh, later, click. And then she, she hangs up on him. It's like, like, fuck, bitch. So it turns out that he is haunted, and it's not even and, a and little this is, haunted. This is the neighbor. Yeah. This is this is the neighbor of the character that we saw at the very beginning. The one who's been doing house renovations, yeah. which, which is what he's been telling him because he has there's knocking and there's like shit moving around, there's lights turning off, all this other stuff. And, and his neighbor is pissed. He's like, "There's a crack in my wall." And he's like, "Dude, I'm sorry, I'm doing renovations." Uh, like, I'm doing renovations. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and so he's like, "You know, well, there's a giant crack in my wall. Like, you need to knock it off." And then later on, his wife, you know, gets you know Earth. thrown everywhere so he tries to get proof and so he sets up a video camera and there's there's some decent like stuff that's going on there there's you know and I, I it's not like a we don't want to spoil it it's just very hard to describe we see him have these issues uh where there's something under his bed and then there's something like staring at him and then he falls asleep he wakes up and all of his shit is in a different room everything in the entire house is plugged into one room like pushed in there and he like didn't even notice it so he, he pulls out a camera uh to to get proof of this because this lady's asking for proof this and doctor. it's terrifying to see this proof because he wakes up because the uh the camera, falls, the camera on the floor. falls on the floor and he wakes up and he, he reviews the footage and he just goes back like like in like two minutes and the thing is standing over his bed staring at him uh, yeah, butt naked and it's creepy. It's so creepy. And then it goes into the closet, which is where the camera was, which is why the camera falls, because mm -hmm. it slammed the closet door. So he goes out, he gets a gun, comes back, opens up the closet door. And nothing Nothing. There. Nothing's there, of course. So the camera, he looks at the camera again, and he rewinds it even further, and he sees that it came out from underneath the bed. Which is horrifying. Yeah, which is... <laughs> Unfortunately... The it's door behind the him is opening up and yeah. It's 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 in there and then there's another thing that's underneath the bed. Yeah. So he's fucked either way cuz there's there's googlies everywhere. Yep. And then scream cut to uh the guy back in the uh the hospital. Uh um, yeah. Did it cut back to him? I yeah. Cuz then oh, they're doing yes, the explanation yes, yes, yes. they ask him for uh him to sign 
Uh, well, no, no, because it's it was the little boy. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Well, that happened. That what happened before the the whole thing. So there's a, a child, um, in who like goes up to his house to drink from his hose or yeah, something. Yeah, like he's playing soccer or something. So they they kick the ball in the yard. Um, the guy who just got ganked, um, he kicks it into into his yard. He goes and he starts to drink um water from his water fountain or from his little hose outside. He's like, you got to get out of here. And kid. then, don't, and then don't he starts like, around here. yeah. So he starts like banging, uh, like the the guy who we thought got ganked is uh banging oh, yeah, right, on the right. banging on the window, and he's yeah. like, you need to leave, you need to leave right now. Like, you they don't want you here, and blah blah blah. Well, he scares the kid, right? So the kid's backing away slowly. Walks directly backwards, slowly, eyes on the uh, the house the whole time. Walks all the way into the middle of the fucking road, and then he gets hit by a bus. Meep meep, bam. And he, he dies. An isekai hero. And so he he dies, and um, you know it's it shows the neighbor whose wife got killed. It shows him running out there. He's like, there was an accident, so he runs out there because there's people screaming and stuff. Um, we skip forward. We see uh, people we, with the, um, the the mother the, of the boy. Yeah, and and it's a uh, like the funeral, and they're walking her home, and they're like, if there's anything you need, just let us know. Uh, and then. God, was there like screaming right after that, or what happened? No, no. And then it so then it, it cuts it cuts scene, and then um it goes to oh my gosh oh it, so oh, it goes oh, yeah, to the mom right. yeah yeah she's so like sitting to... there she's smoking in front of the uh, the the sink and she's like looking out and she's like got that like she looks like crap but then she hears her kid her kid yeah I know they, they did a good job is what I'm saying so she's sitting there she's smoking she hears a knock on the door she walks over to the door. And she opens it, and then we there's like screaming, and then we cut to the new characters, which was one of them was the old guy that we we met who's talking to the, uh, so the, dude we, the wife. So we meet who who know who uh, is Jano J A N O yeah so Huno Jano something like that Jano anyways and so it's him um he's so a he, he gets, older dude he's a medical examiner from what we're explained so he gets a call he's actually asleep. Um, so he gets a call in the middle of the night, he picks up and it's this, this cop that's on the other line and this cop says, Hey, I really need your help right now. I don't know what to do. Like this is, you just, you have to come and see this. And so he gets up, he's, yeah, he has a police escort. The cop is obviously freaked out. That's driving him. Um, this is not the same cop. I I think that was talking to him. This is just some patrol dude. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a dude that was unfortunate enough to see, whatever's in this house right and he's tripping balls like he does a good job being like freaked out the whole time which is really cool so this poor little freaked out guy is just like uh, he's like he's like yeah no we're going in there and he is super reticent to go in there the old guy yano or you know or whatever the hell walks in there and he's just like dum de dum 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 whoop reminds me of um colombo a little bit so he walks in there with the cop and then the cop um is telling him like you know you've seen this stuff before like you don't get scared easily right and he's like well i don't know like let's let's find out so he walks in the dead kid is sitting at the kitchen table with a with a bowl of cereal and a glass of milk and is sitting there and he's very obviously dead like he's like puffy super dead and like gray gray, like gray black and his fingers are all screwed up because he was digging himself out of his grave and there's like little footprints leading to the kitchen. It's so it's so creepy. Like it's it's such a 
it's jarring. Like that's a lot of a lot of these scares in this movie are just jarring. And I think it's it's to me the reason why it's so jarring is because it's just so matter of fact. Like there's a, t- a tiny child sitting at the uh, the table, and we know he's dead, and he looks fucked up, so he's definitely dead. But he's just sitting at the table, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't move, and so the you know, and he's not he's just sitting there, and so um, the the older cop says, you know, I'm. Uh, the officer saw him move and I'm pretty sure that I saw him move but he's not moving and that's right now that's Fumo Fumos? Fumes 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 something, something like, like that, that. and that, so that guy is, is pretty funny because he's I guess he knew the lady and, and so he used to date the lady yeah the mom Alicia yeah who's the, the lady whose kid is dead yeah so he used to date her so of course he knows the mom and the kid and so he's you know, trying to solve this, and she's the the mom Alicia is freaking out for obvious reasons because I think they actually sedated her or something like that is the the kind of thing because she like passes out. Yeah, like she was she was not yeah she was not doing well, and um and so he's you know he's doing these little tests I guess to see if he's breathing, which is he sticks like a spoon under his nose, like a cold spoon under his nose to see if there's like um like breath breath on it, breath yeah. on it or anything like that. Um, and it's just, you know, so he's, he's talking to him and he's like, okay, well it could be gases. It could be this or that. And he goes, yeah, but I don't think that's the right answer. And he's he's coming up with like bullshit reasons why this happens. Like, well, you know, sometimes when people, you know, they die, they get really sad and they, you know, dig up their loved ones. I mean, it just happens that way. And he's like, I don't believe you. He goes, I know that you don't, but that's what you're going to tell them. Yeah. And it's basically like, yeah, I know. It's, he's just like, look, I'm just giving you bullshit here. I'm, I'm telling you something so that you can just be cool with this, all right? And just we gotta so get that rid way, of this shit. Yeah, because we have to get rid of the body. And um, so they're they're freaking out, you know. And then he says, "Do you know the mother?" And he says, "Yeah, I, I you know, she and I had a good relationship, like we for for a while." And then, so for some ha- some happens. reason, for some reason, they shut the lights off in the kitchen with the dead child sitting at the table. And I'm like, why did you shut the lights off? That's creepy. That's a silly thing to do. Why would you? And I'm sitting there paying attention to it the whole time. And they're sitting there like, well, let me have this conversation about, you know, my ex, the love life and blah, 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 blah. And then. The, the, the dead kid pushes the milk over. Yep. And it's so fast that they didn't see it. Well, so. And he's still sitting there in the exact same position. The milk falls over. We don't know if it was the child who threw the milk over. We know it was the child who threw the milk over. But plausible deniability at that point is, yeah. like, is what the uh, the medical examiner starts pulling that shit out of. He's like, nah, this is what we're going to do. Yeah, so um, so all this stuff happens, right? And so the, the, the it's daytime now. And so they, they walk out of the house and you see footprints like climbing up the brick to the roof of the house like it's so weird and like on like, the underside of the the like lintels the awning. and stuff like that yeah, yeah it's like he's crawling on all fours so you see hand and feet prints um and then this woman is across the street um and so who, who, i juno juno whatever we're just gonna call him juno. we're just gonna call him juno so juno sees juno sees this older woman who's taking pictures and stuff at, at, at this house across the street and so he walks over and he recognizes her. And apparently she's a very important, like, par- parapsychologist or something like that. Like, she, she, she's into, like, all the unknown stuff. And so he sees her and he says, hey, what are you doing here? And she says, do you know who owns this house? And he says, no, but it's really ironic that you're here. Like, I don't think this is a coincidence that you're here. 
can you come and look at something for me? And, and so the, the thing is, is that the guy has explained to her that he knows her. He, cause she's, um, she's done like, you know, some kind of like seminars and stuff like that. And he was in like a couple of them apparently. Yeah. And apparently she read his book, uh, and says, oh, it had a very nice cover. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a way to say that it was a shitty book. It was book. a shitty book. Yeah. And so, uh, uh so but she, she's she, she, Dr. Albrecht, all something. All, all of. Albrecht. We'll, we'll just, we'll say just Albrecht. go Albrecht, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's the doctor lady, and when you watch this, and you're just like, that's not what it was called. Is a was that? So, <laughs> that was her. Yeah. So she um so she goes right, and so she's taking pictures. The the cop comes out, and he's like, did you call her? Did you call this woman? And he's like, no, but I don't think it's a coincidence that she's here because she was checking on this other house, and she would know what to do with something like this. So they're arguing about it, and Juno tells the cop. Gomez, he says, hey, you need to go out and get some concrete. Yeah, two bags of concrete. And he goes, what do we need concrete for? He's like, what do you think we need concrete for? Do you want him to get back up again? Yeah. You want him to come back out here? And so he's like, oh my God. So then, so he leaves, right? So Fumas leaves. And then the doctor and Juno go into the house and the doctor's taking pictures and everything else like that. And she's like, it smells in here. And he says, yeah, it smells rotten. She says, no, it doesn't smell rotten. It smells like death. It smells like something dead. And so he's like, oh, good. We're on the same page. Cool. And so he, he walks her into the kitchen and there's this dead kid who's still sitting there. And she's like, uh, and then he just walks out. Yeah, like he just, he just leaves her. He just leaves her there. And so she's like, oh my God. And so she turns around and she follows him into the other room. And then they have a nice little conversation about all the shit that the doctor is seeing. Cause he's a, apparently been a medical examiner for 15 years and he's so, seen some shit. Like other people, like coming back from the dead, yeah. shit. Um, Meanwhile, uh, unfortunately, the dead kid's toe-headed friend uh, is walking about uh, in the backyard, like picking up his toys from his dead friend's house, which was so awkward. Like I was like, "That's a creepy way to do it." Yeah, like he like jumps over the fence and is like trying to collect his toys. Well, he looks into the kitchen, which is you know right where the backyard is. And he looks in and he sees his friend, his dead friend, sitting at the table. And he starts knocking on the window like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like, it's so creepy that you would even knock on the window. like. And then dead kid And then head the turns. turns, like, creaky because it's rigor mortis kicking in. And so it's, like, creaking as he's, like, turning and he looks at the kid. And then... You, you, it cuts back to the doctor or to the two doctors talking to Lit. Juno and then the doctor and then they hear a scream and so they run in there and the kids I guess the kid walked all the way into the freaking dining room after his dead friend looked at him mm -hmm. and dropped his book bag and then ran the interesting thing is is that when we look back at the child who's dead um, his he's back into the position that he was in before they left mm -hmm. so he turned his head we know we saw that in the camera there wasn't anything else that happened on there but he's he sat back down directly into the way that he was supposed to be now i also think that there were like footprints down there by the book bag that his friend left over there the dirt yeah no those that was his footprints because he was, was he it? was dirty yeah remember that's why he had he left like all the dirt footprints well yeah no i just i thought it was that he had moved and then he'd sat back down no. I, I was thinking. Oh, yeah, that's that why the kids scream. Yeah, that could be um, too. Well, but, I mean, he did move. Yeah, so they 
bundle up the kid. They throw him into a freezer. Unfortunately, the the kid's friend is like recording this the whole time. Yeah. And then they, you know, the uh, Fumes Fumes comes back and they're like, "Hey, we put him in the freezer." So he goes over there. We need to take the whole freezer. So he he goes out there, and so he's listening, and he has a hearing aid, and so he's listening in, and he's like, "Hey, can you turn off the freezer?" So he he unplugs the freezer, and you hear crying from inside the freezer, and like, "Mommy!" it's so creepy and so they're all freaking out well not the doctor and juno apparently we gotta get rid of this shit yeah (laughs) like right now like they seem like the people who've seen this stuff like way too much it's it's like if you ever watched fringe it's uh not uh not the two like younger characters it's the ones who've seen this shit and they're just like oh god we gotta get rid of this shit yeah it's like (laughs) exactly that's exactly the kind of the kind of uh, it, it was kind vibes, of vibes the kind of vibes they were throwing yeah. off so like for for some people it's oh my god this is ultimate horror and for other people it's like god this is at least 20 30 minutes of fucking moving shit and that's a really heavy freezer i don't want to do this today yeah and so <laughs> and so so that happens right so they get rid of yeah. the body well then they decide hey we're all going to go to these separate houses we're gonna pull in one more researcher um we're gonna go to all these separate houses individually and do some research yeah. and figure out, you know, what everybody was seeing and all this other stuff. And they get the guy from the very beginning to, to give his consent. They have another guy who's apparently either American or his his native language is not Spanish. Because, I think it's I think it's English. Yeah, because he, he keeps having to ask people for words. It's kind of a cute little thing. But that's a, that guy's like Roderick Ro, 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 Rochek or something like that. Rochek, I don't know. Anyway. Something with an R. So he's a Doctor R. Yeah, Doctor R. He's um he's an interesting guy. Ponytail, you know, gray streaks, big beard. Eh, it's a weird. Uh, so we've got three different vibes. So we got the duplex across the way, and then we have Alicia's house. Alicia's house. Uh, we have Juno hanging out. And he's pulling out his stuff. Each one of them pull out their own set of of re- research things. Um, Juno pulls out a um, was it like an old radio? I think so. And then he's got like a uh, like a disc in a water. Just a lot, like a, a lot of like different paranormal yeah. things, that, like a different. But just... his his is like so the the way that you could could kind of consider this is Juno Cole pulls out his stuff and it looks like the something that you would get if you over the course of fifteen years you just kind of learn this stuff. So you have an old radio, you have a compass that you can put in water, you have all that kind of stuff. For the Dr. Albrecht or whatever her name is, she pulls out, like, it looks like an astrolabe. It's like this huge, gaudy piece of brass work it's with really a cool. pendulum. And it's, a, it's really cool, actually. And a, kind of a weird dial thing. And she's staring at that SOB like it's crazy. She's got, like, 16 different things out. Uh, and then we go to uh, Dr. R, and he's, like, slapping up lights and setting up cameras. Like, and, you would and, see from, like, Ghost Hunters. Yeah, and Dr. R is also with um, Fumes, with yeah. the officer. Um, so they're in there together and then all this crazy shit starts happening and it's, it's happening to each one of them separately. So if you ever go into a situation like this and you have two houses that are clearly going to be empty for a while and then one of them where, you know, the guy, I guess the guy had to give him permission to go in there, but you know, you can at least have a couple of days. So just go into one at a time don't go into all three of them at the same time because then you're split up and bad shit happens like as dr r and fumes are checking things out they find a whole bunch of cutlery attached to the bottom of a cabinet, cabinet. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, unfortunately, one of the things that he failed to see was that sitting below uh, all the cutlery that was just kind of standing there was a knife. The knife goes up, uh, magnetized, goes through Dr. R's hand, and into the uh, the cabinet itself, so he can't remove his hand very easily. Yeah, he got like stapled to it. Um, at that at that time is whenever they hear sucking, so something is sucking his blood from the cabinet, like underneath the cabinet, into the cabinet, and so they slowly open up the cabinet and you there's know, nothing there. Fumez has his gun out. There's nothing there, and then everything just shifts to the opposite side of the cabinet. And so he, he, uh, Dr. R is able to pull the knife out of his hand. He's bleeding everywhere, literally everywhere. Mm. Um, we're having, uh, the, uh, Dr. Albrecht on the other side is, is having an interesting time because she's found the crack in the wall, uh, for, uh, the, uh, the house where, uh, the, the, the husband and wife got killed. Yeah. So interestingly enough, we had seen earlier that, um, he mentioned the crack, in the wall, but he also was trying to patch it. It was a very small crack. This crack that we're looking at is huge. It is gaping, and she's able to like. I mean, it's it's a big old like, busted crack. Yeah, like I don't even know, like a couple, like gosh. And it was a decent I mean, sized crack. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, and then it gets like bigger. two or three inches or something like that. What? A, and then we uh, we switch over to Juno. Juno. Anything happen with him? Oh, yeah. Juno sees the... the oh, because Fumez starts to freak out. He has a heart condition, right? He's like, so I gotta get out of here. Fumez starts to freak out. Um, he calls um, Juno. Juno. And Juno answers the phone, and they're talking. And Juno looks out the window, and Juno says, Hey, where where did you say you are? He's like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm in the house. And he says, Yeah, but which window are you in? Who's that guy in the window there, over there? There's a guy in the window. And so he's looking and he's trying to describe to, to Fumez what he's seeing. Yeah. And then I close my eyes. <laughs> well, so what happens in this situation, it's, it's a very, very cute, like, I mean, I, I everything in this is very well done. I, I love the, the kind of the ways that they, they played this up. But the way that they do this effect is they have, uh, it's, it's clearly one of the beings that we saw previously, uh, the big naked guy. Yeah. Uh, who crawled out from the uh, the bed? Mm-hmm. Um, he is in the window, but if we look through the other pane of glass, like there are two windows right next to each other. So if you look just like an inch over through the other side of the like the other pane of glass that's set up, you can't see it. You switch over, you can see a dude in the window, and you sw- he's like switching back and forth. He's like, "This is so weird. There's a guy here, and he's not here." And then he switches back over to the blank one, and you know suddenly the creepy dude pops up and then it immediately like cuts to juno screams yeah juno uh, you know screaming and then we we switch over to fumez and and rochek or whatever the hell and he's talking to albrecht albrecht uh, yeah albrecht so dr r is like fixing his hand which good for him but he's like you got to clean up all the blood and that's when juno like is telling him to chill out and then he gets ganked uh and then um uh, they find things under the bed. Yeah, so Dr. R is like, no, no, you got to see this shit. This is so crazy. And he's like, I, I figured it out. I figured this thing out. And he's just like, Fumez is sitting there going like, what? He looks, what the fuck is wrong with you? He, he's about the most realistic one in this entire movie. He's like, no, no, this is really cool. Here, check this out. And he, he lifts up the side of the bed, the blanket uh, on the side of the bed, and he goes, there's nothing under there's there. There's nothing under there. And we see nothing under there. And he's like, but wait. And he walks over to the other, like to the, the footrest. Of the thing, and he pulls up the blanket from that side, and we see feet. 
And it's it's the creepy thing that has there's, been crawling out and fucking uh, with them. Yeah, and there's two of them. It's, it's like it, it's like a like well, a like a gateway portal. or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like a portal or something because there's more than one under there. And so he, Fumes freaks out as he rightly should. And Doctor R is just like light and darkness, man. This is the this is it. This is my thesis. This is so amazing. Like freaking the hell He's out. He's tripping balls. So Fumes runs out, goes to Juno. Because that's his friend, so he goes to, to goes to the the. He's Alicia's having a hard house. time. He doesn't look good, uh, you know. And he's starting. We're we're getting the 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 thumping and all that other kind of stuff where it looks like he's having a heart attack. He's yeah. He is. He's. And that's this is where I'm I'm kind of getting at the point where you don't get a lot of explanation in Japanese or, or an American movie, uh, you know, that you've seen. You would get multiple instances of this guy having heart issues or mentioning that he has heart issues. And he the only we thing get, he says is. Yeah. I have a coagulation thing. Yeah. And he like, and then we, we, <laughs> we move on. and it, That's it. Like that. You're supposed to pick yeah. it up from there. You're supposed to be quick with it. And that's kind of the thing. There's, there's very little explanation as to what's happening in the, all this stuff. And you got to kind of be, be quick with it, but there's enough going on that you're like, oh, okay, I kind of get it now. Uh, like if you didn't get the, I have a heart attack, you know, or like I, I have a heart problem, you'd still understand the guy is having a heart attack. You just would be like, wow, he seems kind of young to be having a heart attack. Yeah. Um, and then he, well, so he goes to see Juno, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes, he goes to see Juno, who's in Alicia's house. And Juno's nowhere. He can't find him. But the glass from the window is shattered all over the floor. And so he's, he hears something. He hears knocking in like a little cupboard that's right next to the window. And so he, he has his gun out, slowly opens up the door. There's nothing in there. It's just normal cupboard stuff. And so he, he slams it shut, you know. And then he starts to, he starts to think about it. And he's like, well... You know, there there were, it's the point. Uh, the point of view is point how Doctor R says it. It's like a different point of view. Yeah. Different so point of view. so he pulls the he pulls the cupboard away from the away from the the wall, wall. Yeah. and he's listening, and then he hears pounding and, and like whispers and like creepy creepy shit. So he he grabs a hold of the back of the the cupboard and tears it open, and you know, he's in there with his eyes. He's like, I can't see. You gotta help me out of here. He's like, the glass shards, they're in my eyes. I can't see. I'm blind. And he's like screaming at him. Yeah. And he's freaking out. So we smash cut to Fumas like walking across the street and he's like, We got a fucking problem. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, so he he's he goes to see Dr. Um Albrecht. Albrecht, yeah. Well, we'll just go with that. Yeah, so he goes to see Dr. Albrecht and uh she's sitting in front of this giant crack in the wall in a chair. And it's like she had just started talking to somebody that she sees in the crack. It's she, the, the neighbor guy that yeah. we, we met before. He's like Mr. Wallencheck or something like that. or Galabahar. Like, whatever. And he's like, uh, and he's like, you know, like, hey, you got, you doing okay? You know, and the guy's like, to like doctor? He's like, yeah, it's doctor, you know, whatever. He's like, oh. And so like Juno, uh, Fumez busts in. He's like, Juno's fucked. Like, uh, yeah, we gotta Juno's, get out of here. Yeah, and we need to go. I need your help. And, we need and to get out of here. R- like right now, we need to leave. I got a heart attack. And so she's you know, coming on. And so she's like, "No, no, you just need to calm down." Like, you not, should wash your hands. You haven't used the tap water, have you? Yeah, she's like, "You should go wash your hands." By the way, don't believe everything that you see. As she's sitting in front of this giant ass crack, and so he says, "You know what's going on here, right? Like, you, you, you know what's going on." She's like, "Well, yes." So she's got a theory, and the theory is is that two different dimensions, that the creatures on that side are some kind of spore or something like that, that can inhabit uh, human bodies. They are extremely aggressive, they drink blood, and they hate us. Yeah, and but, but she doesn't understand why they're so aggressive. And he's like, look, I don't know, but we need to get the hell out of here. 
And so she's like, okay. And so she starts to call the Dr. R, right? Dr. R is not answering. She's just having this like, kind of like, well, this is an interesting conundrum. Well, let me tell you how this is going to work out. And much like Deep Blue Sea with Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> a hand, a horrifying two-pronged hand with a thumb comes out, snaps her head, and then yanks her into the hole. Yeah. Like, snaps her head, like, all the way to the right. Yeah. It's, like, it's, 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 it's the, awful. the casual violence of this thing, because it, it, it does it. And it's, it's not like, you know, like in, in most movies you'd see violence or it'd be like a quick snap. It's just like, no, I'm going to move this here. And you're just like, huh. And then, and then it pulls her into the hole. Fumes freaks the hell out, has a heart attack because. He lit it. And we're not, no, he legit has a heart attack. He legit has a heart attack. Yeah. And so he's like, it's like, and then he falls on the floor. He's having a heart attack, freaking out. And then it slowly, the camera work was amazing on this movie so it's like so the camera like shifts over to the side and you can see Fumas having a heart attack and then it shows the wall and the giant crack is in the wall that's huge now like it's big enough to fit her through it it's huge so we're, we're looking from different points of view of his body we see the arm starting to crawl out and the thing that was attached to the arm crawling out and then we shift over to a different side of his body and we don't see it anymore and then you shift over again and to moving, that other and side moving, and, and then creepy. it's moving and it's coming right next to him and then it cuts out. Because he, he, he passes out he, from his heart attack. Yeah, he fades out. And then he wakes up. We don't know how long it's been, but apparently his uh, his phone is dead. Uh, so he's like trying to crawl away. And I don't know what he was trying to do, but he crawls into a different room. Uh, and he slams up against the cabinet. Uh, and then he's fixing his hearing aid because he can't hear anything. Yeah. So he's fixing his hearing aid. He puts his hearing aid in. And he's like, okay, all right. I can hear it again. And then he hears like, like scratching above him. him. And so he looks up and there's this hand and there's this ugly little head thing that pops out from on top of the cabinet where the sink is. And it's a terrifying looking, you know, setup with this thing because the, it does have eyes and they're green and glowing and like like, Gollum. Yeah. It's very, very nasty looking stuff. Um, Well, he pulls away from that. Can't find the damn thing. And then somebody walks in the room. Yeah, and he sees he sees somebody like looking into the window, and you're like, "Oh my god, it's another one of those monsters or something!" And so this person like he pulls out his gun and he's freaking out, and his hands all screwed up because it's like you know he had a freaking heart attack, and so he's so he's holding his gun and he's pointing it, and it's Alicia, it's the boy who died, it's his mom, and so he's like, "You have to get me to a hospital!" Like I had a heart attack and there's crazy shit happening. He's like, "What did you do to my boy?" He. How, why would you do that? Why would you try you to take him away from me? me and yeah. you tried to make me sound like I was crazy and I knew what I saw. And honestly, like, that's all, like, very understandable because that's an understandable reaction. Like, you told everybody I was fucking nuts. Okay. So she's obviously freaked out. And so he's like, you need to get me to a hospital. And so it cuts and you see her walking out of the house and you see him, like, stumbling after her. And she so, is not helping him, by the way. Yeah, she's, she's not. She's just like, fuck you. Yeah, but she she's like, okay, well, you can go ahead and get in the car. Yeah, she's like, get in. And so he's about to open up the door. And he looks in the back and seat. And he looks in the back seat, and there's the dead kid. He's like, I wasn't going to leave my baby in a cemetery. Yeah, she's like, I can't just leave him there. And so he's like, mm, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And so he closes the door and proceeds to go to his car because he's going to drive himself to the damn hospital. So he start, He closes the closes his door, starts up the car. You can see something coming, like shuffling towards his window from the house. 
but you can't see what it is until it gets to the window and slams against his window. So it is it is the doctor. Doctor Albrecht or whatever her name is. And she is she is a taffy person. She has been like you know, imagine like like melted. Like kind pulled. Of. Like like pulled like taffy. She is strung out and flipped over on her back and she's slapping the window. It's like you've gotta save us. And her head is like upside down. They there's still time. They're torturing They're us. They're torturing us. And and he he freaks out, obviously, and then he like peels away. Yeah. And like drives away. So he doesn't stop until he's like who knows how far away. And then he stops because his phone is dead. He can't contact anybody. So he has to wait until it's turned on. And he's getting all these messages and all these calls. And so he calls his, I guess, one of the officers. So it was the, the younger officer guy that we saw earlier who was like, I don't want to fucking be here. He's yeah. like, sir, uh, you know, you gotta... I'm here, but your car's not here. And, yeah. and... So he's like, uh, that Alicia lady, your ex came to the, the thing and she was screaming all this stuff about like taking her boy away and all this kind of crap. Uh, and so we, we had to tell her where you were and the mayor was here and I don't know what to do. I could lose my job. Like he's freaking out. And so he's like, I'm here at the houses, but I don't see your car. And so he, and, and Fumes is like, oh my God. And so he gets on the, he gets on the radio. You need to leave. He's like, you need to fucking leave right like, now. Well, your doctor, your friend Juno is in the, in the window. There's something weird with his eyes. I don't know what's happening. You need to leave. <laughs> but it's, it's something's going on. You gotta get out of there. Yeah. He's like, get the fuck Copy. out of there. It's an order. It's an order you need to gather. Okay, sir, I'll go ahead and get on out of there then. Okay. And so he leaves, yeah. And then Fumez is like, I need to finish this shit. So he goes back with a whole bunch of gasoline. Like, and starts, he goes into the house where Alicia is, like Alicia's house, and he's like pouring it everywhere. And then he he goes to the the kid's room because there's like mud on the handle, like of the, the door handle. And so he opens up the door creaky ass door by oh. the way. and so he opens it and he doesn't see anything and then boom the kid's there staring at him yeah. and so he slams you know so the kid like slams the door in his face and so he's like fine and so he's fine. just like throwing kerosene all over that yeah pouring gasoline everywhere and then he comes to alicia and she's hanging from the kitchen because she killed herself i guess to, to be with her her kid and he's like Huh. And so he pours gasoline and pours on her. Gasoline her ass. And then he like gets all the way outside, has a match, and is about to light it, and then it cuts and then it shows you the side of him and Juno. So so what happens is he, he lights the match and it gets blown out. He lights the next match and it gets blown out. So he turns to the side because he's trying to get away from the wind and he lights the match and Juno's sitting there staring at him and he blows the match out. And he's and got like fucked like, up eyes, his, but it looks like there's something growing in him now. Too. Yeah, he's like so he's the glass shards in his eyes, and it's just oh god, it's gross. And so he he Fumes smiles like, at him. He smiles at yeah. him and blows out the blows out the match. And so Fumes freaks out, like jumps back, stumbles back, and then he just like shoots his gun at the gasoline, and that causes the fire. And he's like, ha, yes. And so it starts the fire, and Juno's like. And then we cut to the hospital again, where yeah. the uh, gentleman from the very beginning of the movie uh, is being pulled out, and uh, three it's... new people are sitting there talking to yeah. him, and they're like, hey, so it's, uh, do you remember these people talking to you a year ago? Yeah. It's like, I kind of, you know, kind of explanation, uh, you know, for it, and they're like, they're talking, so what it is is that Fumez is uh, on the lam, uh, he's a fugitive. And, uh, because he set all these houses on fire. Mm. Um, and so they're, they're trying to catch him and the guy keeps 
looking behind the people who are talking to him. You and, bring him? And, and you ca- and you catch it. Like he keeps doing it. Yeah. And then after a while he goes, Did you bring that guy with you? And they turn around and there's nobody there. And they're like, What guy? And they're just like and then they start trying to talk to him and he's like and so he grabs the they, they pulled out pictures of all the people that we had seen previously, you know, asking him like, Do you remember these people? And he flips over the, the picture of Doctor R and it's like it's this guy. But his face is all burned. Yeah. And it's so like, they turn around and they look again. And then the chair moves. And he's like, yeah, you definitely brought him. Yeah, you brought him with you. And then the chair, in a glorious jump scare scene to end the movie, a chair gets thrown at the camera. Yep. Um, This was a, like I said, this is a very fast, very quick moving movie. Uh, a lot of stuff, There is, there's no hand-holding. Uh, if you'd want to know why he said something like he's having a heart attack and you're just like, well, they didn't say anything. They did. You just have to pay attention. If you want to know why he's there and having to deal with Alicia and all this other kind of stuff, they told you, you just had to be paying attention. If you didn't pay attention, maybe you should buy another ticket so you could watch it again and figure it out. And and honestly though, like this movie is so fast paced. There's no reason why you should not be paying attention. And that's, that's kind of the way that I'm going. Cause compared to like something like pulse or the whaling, uh, this is very much on on scene, and it's it's like it doesn't give a fuck. It's not going to explain to you all the shit that every other person saw. It's like no, this is spooky shit. Deal with it. Go. It's move. all bam, 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 bam. Like you need to, you got to be there, otherwise you're going to miss it. And uh, yeah, I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. So what do you rate it? I'm going to go ahead and give it um, oh uh, eight uh, friends stuck in the back of a, a cabinet out of ten. Just because it's it's a very good movie, um, there are some some just issues that I had with certain things on there. But the definitely you got to watch it because of the just the nonchalant just violence that you see in some of these things. It's it's horrific to see this, and the fact that it's being played up as just like okay, here you go, is is disturbing. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I'm actually going to give it an eight out of ten. Um, creepy neck snaps. It was a, it was a very good neck snap. There are, are neck snapping is is a, a thing that I, I tend to pay attention to in movies. I, I'll say the the best one that I ever saw was uh, the 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 snap back from the judge getting killed in law uh, law abiding citizen. But this one is definitely oh. a close second. That was a, that was a good that was a good snap. Yeah, it was a good snap. <laughs> um, but what about you? Uh, do you pay attention to odd things like neck snaps? <laughs> what was your favorite neck snap in a movie? Uh, reach out to us at esat3am, esat3am.com, or esat3am at Twitter and Facebook and Gmail uh, to uh, to let us know uh, what your your favorites were. Is there another uh, Argentinian movie? Argentine? You know, tell me the difference. Tell me the right way to say it. Uh, <laughs> but it, was there another movie from Argentina that you enjoyed? Not Evita. That wasn't there. But I'm just saying, like, what else? Just let us know. And uh, other than that, though, I guess we'll see y'all next time. Yep, we will see y'all soon. Alrighty. Bye.